First things first, I just want to say thank you all for tuning into this podcast. I've been seeing so much support and love and so much that has just made me want to continue on with making these episodes for you guys and also for myself. This is definitely more a dialogue than it is a monologue. I love having conversations with other people discussing the podcast or even your own thoughts about um, your life or what's going on in your own individual lives. I really, truly, truly do love connecting with others. So I give so much homage and so much appreciation to you guys as well. I definitely think that everything works in duality. So it's not just you guys listening into me. It is also me listening into you. And as a collective, that's what we're here to do is to all help each other grow so we all can be whole as one. But that's enough of my TED Talk for today. I actually wanted to talk a little bit more on the topic of support within what it truly takes to become more feminine and fostering more femininity. So in my previous podcast episode, I spoke with you guys about rediscovering yourself. And I spoke with you guys a little bit about my own journey as far as how I've been able to rediscover myself and tips and tricks on how you can do the same. And so one thing that I have learned to begin to foster within rediscovering myself is my feminine essence. So to give you guys a little bit of a rundown on feminine and masculine energies, first things first, I know when we first think, you know, feminine or masculine, we think man or woman. However, energy is not exclusive to a gender. Anyone can have more masculine energy, whether you're a woman or a man, and anyone can have more feminine energy, whether you're a woman or a man. However, feminine and masculine energy are two completely different things. Um, they don't, they're not completely black and white. I know a lot of people think everything is, you know, up or down, black or white, left or right, but feminine energy is pretty much the flow of things, the um, hmm, softness, the, you know, unpredictability of things. However, that doesn't mean one couldn't be assertive with that energy or one couldn't be um, structured within that energy. It's just more of a flow. And masculine energy is more direct, more structured, more blank and to the point. And so in today's societies, I feel that masculine energy is way more way more taught to us and more within our system of education, more within our system of, you know, economy, of business, of work. Everything that we do is pretty much to foster and embrace your masculine energy, to get things done, to be on a deadline, to be you know, doing, doing, doing. Masculine energy is doing. And you know what I'm thinking? I really want to go further into detail with the distinguishable traits of both of those in a later episode. But to not get off track. (laughs) So that is what I feel has been fostered by society is doing energy. It has been a lot less taught to us how to embrace our feminine side or even that the feminine side is valuable or the value of being feminine or harboring that feminine energy. Because truthfully, like I said, neither energy is exclusive to a gender. So we all need both to be successful or to really 
birth anything in a healthy healing way we we all need both the healthy feminine and the healthy masculine and so in this journey of rediscovering myself I've had to unlearn a lot of things and I've had to relearn the essence of being more feminine of being able to learn how to rest and being able to learn how to receive being able to um, learn how to just go with the flow a little bit sometimes and as silly as this may sound, I think that my journey actually started after I started paying more attention to my mini labradoodle. <laughs> and I know that sounds really funny, but we always just think that she is the most carefree. Like she she came back reincarnated as a dog and she's the most carefree person, you know, that has been embodied as a dog now. And I know it doesn't make sense, but it does because she has really like just watching and observing how she moves. She just accepts things. And I mean, she's a puppy. That's why, you know, most people are like, I wish I could just be a dog, you know. And so as silly as that sounds, she actually was one of the ones after I observed her for a while during quarantine and the beginning of this whole COVID mess. Um, she actually was an influence in my life, which is so silly. But at the same time, nowadays, because we have fostered so much of the masculine energy in society, it is becoming way more infrequent that we are observing healthy feminine energy because either it is a broken form of feminine energy because we don't value femininity in this society nowadays or it is just a lack of it it's just not even there anymore because it's been overshadowed by the masculine um, which most people think is the only way to getting certain things or obtaining certain things because that's what we're all about too nowadays is consuming and having and um, you know immediate gratification and all of that good stuff but um, and obviously there has been so much evolution, so much change, so many more advancements in today's characterization of what femininity looks like and also embodying that for someone with the core of feminine energy. And so once again, you know, energy is not gender specific. However, I'm just going to use in this example because I feel like it is easier to depict with a woman you know for example women have way more rights today than we did in for example 1960s and um we're not even going to get into race as a part of that we're not even going to get into race as a part of that because i always think that when a lot of people go into timelines i'm like okay but you know there were many different caricatures and cultures and cultivations of different people but we won't even get into that the average modern day woman looks different than, you know, even 60 years ago. So that's one thing that I think is also really hard in today's society is not just that there's a lack because people don't, you know, take care of femininity, which is true. There's there's a lot less guidance of what that really means at all stages of life, at all, um, you know, ages of life. But... Also, there's the fact that it has changed so much. Technology has really changed our world within the last 10 years so much that I don't even think generationally we are able to really catch up in the sense of the traditional roles of 
um, you know, women being more feminine and men being more masculine. Um, but that's, like I said, that's just an example. I'm not trying to be gender specific as far as energy, because I really want everyone to understand that, like, anyone could be any energy. Um, so if this is, like, not resonating with you, if you're, like, a woman and you're, like, I don't really go with the flow. I like planning and being strict and all that stuff. I get you, okay? We have advanced, okay? And so in today's modern woman, in today's modern society, that is the reality of things. A lot of us as women have been taught to go to school and to, um, or to have like structure, you know, a routine and that flowing and being um, a feeling and cultivating certain things within yourself is not as valuable in my experience. I won't say everybody, but in my experience and the experience of my friends. And so to dive deeper into today's conversation of how to be more feminine and really with that, what I really wanted to speak with or speak to you as well is what it really takes to become more feminine. Because I think a lot of times, at least for me personally, as I was on this journey to um, discovering what that energy really was all about. Like, what do you mean I don't have to have a timeline to be successful? I I have been on this journey for about a year and a half, two years. And I wouldn't even say necessarily a journey because personally, my core is feminine. Um, so doing masculine things is not always favorable. Like I have to have to be in the mood to really do it, which is really more feminine because you're really flowing with your emotions and with your feelings. It's not really that you are that energy or you are primarily that energy, if that makes sense. And so when I was on this journey of, you know, exploring more things, a lot of stuff that came up as far as femininity was just about um, either equating to appearance or luxury and I'm not knocking either of those things because personally, I like nice things. Um, I like very luxurious things. So I'm not going to knock that whatsoever. <laughs> However, I think that in these two years of becoming more feminine and journeying of what feminine energy embodied really looks like, it's so much more than just the external and so much more of the internal and what it is that a woman or man has to offer as far as their character. And character development is something that I also really want to speak on in another episode because I think nowadays there's a huge lack of true character, true leaders, and a lot of people that want to hop on their soapboxes and want to be managers but they're not developing who they truly are. And that is coming to the detriment of all these companies that we see, coming to the detriment of actual people's lives, citizens, of whole governments. But like I said, that's a story for another day. So in my personal opinion, it takes about four to five different things um, to become more feminine. But today we're just going to stick with four. And the first one that I really feel is a support system. Obviously, sometimes we can't always be in the best environment. We can't always um, change certain things. But 
even just getting on YouTube, reading a book, listening to a podcast. Clap, clap. Hooray. You're doing that now. Um, (laughs) Being and surrounding yourself with a type of supportive environment. Um, Like I said, you can't always be in control of that. Like if you go to work and obviously you can't just up and quit your job all the time. If if you have that luxury, then shoot, do it, girl. But if not, (laughs) you know, it's okay. You can still control what else you consume mentally, that is. And so one of those things is creating a supportive system within your own ability. So like I said, reading books that adhere and help you grow, um, listening to podcasts that do such, finding mentors that on YouTube, people that influence your life and you know support your life don't just have to be ones that you know in real life, truly. The way that I started um, really altering the people that stay in my realm is by first getting in touch with people over the internet, truthfully, like whether it was social media, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. If that was the type of content that I wanted to consume, best believe I was following it. Best believe I was listening to them. And it was always something that was of a growth mindset, something that was going to support whatever it is that I wanted to grow in my life. And so I think that's one thing that really can help on the journey of becoming more feminine and fostering your feminine energy. And so the second thing that I wanted to talk about was releasing past trauma. So a lot like I spoke about in my last episode about rediscovering yourself, a lot of going back into your past and rediscovering who you are is not supposed to help you just stay stagnant or stay in victimization mode, but it's to propel you and help you realize and work through whatever the past, whether good or bad, you know, has helped you or um, negatively affected you with move forward and move through the situation. And um, it was actually a few months ago, I remember just repeatedly thinking in my mind, like the storm was not meant to be jumped over, but walked through. Walk through the storm sometimes, because even though it may be painful, even though it may be something that, I mean, it's a storm, like you don't, you don't want to get your hair away, it's supposed to be crazy, you know? Um, <laughs> obviously, it's not something that is going to be beautiful. It's not a rainbow, that's for sure. And so um, even though it's going to come with some tumultuous times and energy walking through a storm, walk through the storm. It's a lot like that um, biblical scripture about walking through the shadow of valley of death. Yeah, that's it. Um, they're, they're saying they're indicating to walk through it. And the reason why I truly believe is because in those moments of pain, in those moments of fear, of whatever feeling that you're truly feeling, whether it's good or bad, it's going to help you embrace and and learn throughout that process what you really needed to learn when you get to the other side. And if you miss or you hide or you put your hands over your face while you're walking through it or your ears or try to distract yourself, it's going to just prolong it. The storm is not going nowhere. You're only going to get to the other side and to that rainbow when you realize what you're dealing with and find a way to make it to the other side. And 
releasing that, being able to release that past trauma, embrace the lessons of it and release it, that is becoming more feminine because you are altering, you're altering the fabric of your mind. You're becoming an alchemist, which is really just someone who um, really makes the best out of any situation. And personally, I love people like this. I am a person like this. Um, I wouldn't say primarily just an optimist, but I'm going to find a solution out of any problem. Anything you give to me, I guarantee you I'm going to make a way to make it better. And that is what being feminine is really about. So along with releasing past traumas, I would also say not just releasing them, but learning from them and becoming more from it. (laughs) No pun intended. (laughs) So third on the list, taking accountability, taking accountability, whether it's for your actions, whether it's for the things that maybe you have done in the past or um, the things that you're doing in the present, you know, realizing Certain things are not always going to be perfect. You are not always going to be perfect and embracing that and allowing yourself to make mistakes in the process too. Because I think especially nowadays, we have so much influence of people all ages, sizes, colors, races, whatever, um, doing all of these perfect things. And we think that life's supposed to be just instantly in our favor and instantly um perfect we're we're never supposed to go through anything we're never supposed to um make a mistake we have to be infallible right no that is not true <laughs> be ready because you're going to fail at something you're going to make a mistake you're going to hurt someone's feelings something's going to happen and you're going to have to be woman enough man enough to take accountability for it to say you know what i was wrong and that takes true heart and i think that's why this is such an important lesson to becoming more feminine because to be feminine, you have to be connected to your feelings and your heart. And if you're able to hold accountability and take responsibility for things, even sometimes when things aren't necessarily your responsibility, that shows that you are truly connected to yourself and to the world and to the divine and to your feminine energy. And also along with that is... Sometimes what I think we don't realize is also taking responsibility in any situation, whether the the problem was perceived in someone else's fault or not, is really a great strategy <laughs> to becoming more optimistic or more of an alchemist and letting things just fall on your side, regardless of who said what or what should have turned out what. And to give you guys a good example of this, for example, I was actually speaking to a family member of mine. And I remember always, especially when I was younger, just thinking like, why do these people always come into my life that are like, you know, vampires? They just suck you of all your energy, resources. They, they're they never for any good. They always are like, for me, they were always the type to want to like put me down or you know, shame me or whatever. And when I started taking responsibility for the fact that these type of people were showing up in my life, for example, I literally said, um, these people keep showing up in my life because of me, because I am seeing myself as less, because I 
am allowing people to use me for my energy, for my research, for whatever. You have to take responsibility because that allows you to be not only just in control, because when that's out of control, you know, when we're not healed, that's pretty toxic. Um, I don't really like that word, but whatever. And so um, when you take responsibility for, for any situation, it gives you back your power and your feminine essence of, I can make anything become in my favor and it's so crazy that I'm thinking of the scripture because so many scriptures have been coming to my mind lately um, because I keep seeing it everywhere lately. It's been the past few days and it is Romans 8.28 and it is literally, I'm not going to get this right. Maybe I am. I don't know. All things work in the good for the good. Yes, for the good of those who love the Lord. Go, go read your Bible, y'all, because I need to. I keep getting these scriptures wrong. But <laughs> that that is um, one that is really resonating with me right now for this tip. And so that leads us into the fourth and final tip of how to be more feminine. And that is rediscovering and fostering your gifts and talents reconnecting and being able to be in tune and intuitive with who you are, what you're about, what you stand for, and what your strengths and weaknesses are helps you to become more feminine because you're able to give back to the rest of the world. Not only just to yourself too, because also we we shouldn't let that be dwindled either. You're able to give to yourself by playing on your strengths, but also you're able to give to others because you're rediscovering your own talent, your own gifts, and you're able to foster those and embrace those and hone in on those things and ultimately pay homage to the collective. And so I pretty much just want to wrap up this podcast with my last thoughts. And that is, if you want to be anything in the world, whether you know, it's an astronaut, or if it's femininity, whatever, just make sure that it's true to what you really want. And I think that this is something that is lacking right now, lacking with a lot of people in society today. And it's something that I grew up with. I grew up being taught um, from my parents, and more specifically, my mother. And I really, really, truly give her all the cred for my individuality and my desire to be independent because she always taught us it was so much more important to be yourself than it is to be a carbon copy of anyone else out there. And I think if more people, specifically more women, were able to embody the true authentic them, regardless of what society wants or thinks or whatever, then we would be able to be more in touch with our femininity. So that is my final thought for this podcast. Please let me know what you guys think. Feel free to, you know, go in my comment section and my Instagram and blow it up or my DMs. I, once again, love having conversations with you guys. And I really appreciate you guys for tuning in. Please be tuned for my next one next week. Peace out.